Greetings, O oh divine dominatrix of us all. This is Leanthorn with an update on Venix's various vagarities on Tilaire. Venix is moving at his usual lackadaisical pace. His first priority, of course, was to go to a tavern and start drinking and snogging everything he could get his meaty hands on. Fortunately, the priestess Bronwyn and her companion Myrtle were much more resourceful and found a local prognosticator who gave them a vision of impending doom. Apparently, someone is going to summon a demon horde, and the only one who can stop it is Venix. Then again, you know how visions can be. Although who knows, maybe at last Venix has given up his hedonistic ways and has decided to take responsibility. Wait a minute, is that him? What's he doing here? He's supposed to be with Bronwyn and Myrtle at the witch's place! I'll be right back. Who's cutting that striking silhouette? It's Vanix the Mighty. And who's the handsomest devil you've ever met? That's Vanix the Mighty. And who wrote this song for the hell of it? Whose lovemaking's tender and delicate? Who invented the name for the pelican? And it's Vanix the Mighty. Who's tall enough to reach to the highest shelf? Who's low every halfling and dwarf and elf? Who's running out of ways to describe himself? That's Vanix the Mighty. The Cranky Fox. I never thought I'd be so happy to see such a rundown shack. I hope that elf is still there. Hello, Venix. Oh, piss off, Leonthorn. I don't want to talk to you right now. I don't want to talk to you either, but here we are. It's really creepy the way you keep appearing in front of me when I try to run away from you. Then don't run away from me. I know what you're going to say. You're going to tell me to go back to those mortals and get myself killed. I don't care what you do. But the lady feels you need a little more clarification on your situation. I don't need any clarification. She made herself clear when she cast me down and messed up my powers. So you're saying the lady is... wrong? Well, no, but this... I'll make it simple enough that even you can understand. You're here to learn a lesson. Once you learn that lesson, your powers will be restored. <laughs> Joke's on you. My powers are already coming back. I used them yesterday to kill a wizard. Fantastic! Then let's fly back up to Celestia. If we hurry, we can make it in time for dinner. Uh, they're not all back yet. Nor will they be until you learn the lesson the lady has assigned to you. What's the lesson? That's for you to figure out. So I need to go around learning things until I stumble on the right one? Yes, and you haven't gotten any hints or anything. Are you really that dense? Aw oh, man, Gorn's vision was real, wasn't it? Of course it was, in as much as visions are. They're mutable, of course, otherwise what would the, be the point in having them? I need to stand against a demon horde? With just those two mortals? What's well, up to you? Can you put in a word to the lady for me? Absolutely not. Tell her to send somebody else for the job. I know I need to learn my lesson, but maybe I can do a different mission. One that's not as difficult. One that's not as important. Venix, I'm going to be honest with you. I have complete and utter faith in your ability to muck this up completely. This dimension is almost certainly doomed. Thanks. But the lady, in her infinite wisdom, and it is infinite, believes that this is the right path forward. So here we are. Right. But look on the bright side. This world is already screwed. So you can't make things worse. You've got nothing to lose. 
Well, I don't want to be late for dinner. We're having roasted melancholy and ennui a la Oberon. Ta-ta! I hate that guy so much. Training my new apprentice on the fine art of prognostication. I didn't think prognostication would involve this much cleaning. The key to prognostication is to keep your mind clear. And you can't have a clear mind in a dirty hovel. Alright, but I'm gonna stop when our visitor gets here. What visitor? I'm back! I've decided to help. Where'd they go? You've got a lot of promise. Of course I do. I meant Gorin. Oh, where'd they go? Bronwyn and the dwarf crone. You're a real people person, aren't you? They left. They're on their way to Balachul. Bronwyn is going to talk to the head of her order about the orbs and Gorin's vision. By themselves? You thought they were just going to sit here and wait for you after what Gorin saw? Maybe. Ladies, all right back there? Oh, we're fine. Your chickens are remarkably well behaved. Well, they better be. If they give you any trouble, you just remind them what happens to chickens that are naughty. Isn't that what happens to all chickens? Myrtle, my dear, what is to your left? A big stack of chicken cages. And what is to my right? Another big stack of chicken cages. And behind and below us? More chickens. You and I both know what's going to happen when these chickens get to market. But given our current position, I think we should keep that to ourselves for now. <laughs> ah, they're remarkably well behaved. I started training them when they're eggs, you see. Training them? Oh, yeah. Boris and I, we speak to them. Starts teaching them languages. Go ahead. Say something to them in Dwarvish. Duerdele. Oh, what did you say? I told them they were delicious. Myrtle, don't upset them. Uh, don't you worry back there, miss. Boris and I, we tells them that all the time. They take it as a compliment. Do they uh, know what's going to happen? Yeah, I'd see chickens don't have any concept. Uh, the future or the past, you see. I can tell them all day I'm going to sell them in the market so people can eat some. Uh, and it won't mean nothing to them. Isn't that right, Gretchen? <laughs> Gretchen here is my translator, you see. She's been with me and Boris for years. But one of these days, we're going to get hungrier than she is useful. And that will be that. Oh, poor Gretchen. Oh, no, that's the thing. Chickens live in the moment. They can no more understand that one day someone's going to chop their heads off, pluck the feathers from their bodies, and cook them up. Then they can understand higher mathematics. All they care about is eating bugs and catching our rooster Thomas's eye. Perhaps there's something we can all learn from chickens. This one just shat on me. I'm watching you. Well, we'll be getting to Bellachool in a few hours. You can actually see the main tower there in the distance. Look. I can't wait to get started on our mission. Oh, you have a mission, do you? That sounds exciting. What is it? We need to find out what's going We're on. We're selling chickens. We're going to sell chickens? Buying chickens. No, not chickens. Ducks. We're buying ducks to start a duck farm. The order is big on ducks. Oh, jeez. You had me all excited there for a second. Isn't that right, Grinch? Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. No chickens, just ducks. And maybe geese. Geese. Geese, too. Yep. Yeah, well, I don't know anyone who's selling geese, but I wish you ladies luck. 
it's good to be home. But you've never been to the temple in Balachul, miss. Every temple is a home to a priestess of Delora. Welcome home, sisters. Told you. I am Mother Winifred, head priestess of the temple here in Balachul. Please, sit and have some tea. You must be tired after your journey. We learned a lot about chickens. Thank you, Mother. I am Bronwyn Ellered, and this is my companion, Myrtle. Ah, Bronwyn. Yes, Mother Katarina has written about you. She said you had a portent? I did, and it was a true one. Venix the Mighty fell from the sky. Right onto our shelter. He saved us from an evil wizard who tried to steal our life essences and little orbs like this one. And when we went to find out how to rescue the people who had been trapped, we met a prognosticator who gave us a terrible vision of our destiny. Don't forget the hordes of demons taking over Talaire. We're here to see if you can offer any guidance. You've had a busy few days. Venix the Mighty, eh? Is he here now? I'd love to meet him. Uh, not not right now. He got scared and left. In his wisdom, he decided he needed to spend his energies on a, a different part of the mission. Let's see this orb then. Hmm, yes. There's some very dark magic at work here. But I think I can help. Oh, don't just smash it. We tried that already. I wouldn't do that. Will you leave this with me so I can study it overnight? Take as long as you need. Do you have any thoughts about the demon horde vision? Prognostications are tricky things. You never fully understand what they mean until it's too late. But I can't just ignore it. It sounded pretty bad. Why don't you talk to Otto Vera? She's our archivist and is an expert in visions and portions. She might be able to help you interpret it. Thank you, Mother Winifred. We'll come back and talk to you again tomorrow. I will look forward to it, my dears. In the meantime, make yourselves comfortable. Let's find some lunch. I'm hungry for chicken. What are your secrets, little orb? Let's see if we can figure one or two of them out, shall we? Everyone leave me alone. It's my me time. I have been haunting people's nightmares for hours. I need a break. I work nights, people. You have to respect that. Ah, that's better. There's a comfortable perch to hang from too much for an imp to ask for. Apparently so. Let's see, what do we have? Oh, oh my. Yes, this is awesome. Master... Master... You dare disturb my meditations? Of course not, Master. But I have important news from one of Tippius' orbs. Did he break another one? No. It's in the hands of the Order of Delora. A high priestess has it, and she's going to try to open it. Where? Alachul, Master. Go there at once. You know what to do. My pleasure, Master. In this episode of Venix the Mighty, Venix was played by Tim Higgins, Bronwyn was played by Mary Mascari, Myrtle was played by Jenny Higgins, Liam Thorne was played by Rowan Bristol, Winifred was played by Vanessa McKinney, Vex was played by Ron Scott Fry, Gorin was played by Ben Barker, Serafina was played by Susan Scott Fry, Harold was played by Dave Valancius, and Olvek was played by Mark Higgins. It was edited by Jenny Higgins. 
Special thanks to Arnie Parrott for our theme song. Fenix the Mighty was written and directed by Mary Mascari and produced by Jenny Higgins and Mary Mascari. Fenix the Mighty.